Welcome to the podcast series, Small Business Survival Conversations. Through our weekly conversations, we hope to provide you with strategies and insights, knowledge and expertise to enlighten you as you work to build and grow your business. Here are your hosts, Anna Steinfest and Dr. Michael Troyer. Our topic for this session is to grow effortlessly. Uh, three secrets that no one tells you about scaling up your business. Have you ever wondered why some businesses seem to grow effortlessly, why others struggle to scale up? This is the question Michael and I would like to pose to you. Welcome to our podcast, where today we're diving into the world of business growth. So, Michael, what is the first way? Well, I'm going to name all three subtopics, and then we'll go back to them. So set a balanced pace for growth, create a clear vision, and reinvest in your business. Let's start with that first one, a balanced growth pace. We should start with the balanced growth pace because it is like a driving a car. If you drive, if you drive the car too fast, you may crash and burn. But if you're driving the car too slow, you may not reach your destination. So you have to make sure that you gauge the speed you're driving your business that's that's the way kind of i uh, when we were talking about that with michael that's the way we envision this balanced growth pace the, the analogy there of course is that we we're really saying you need to have the capacity to grow and you have to have that before you can grow so the pace that you choose if it's too slow well you've got the talent but now, now you're missing opportunity because you've got the talent but if you grow too fast, you can't keep up and have enough talent to have the capacity to support the growth. Part of that's also building the infrastructure you're going to need. You can't grow sales without ways to produce the goods. So we have to have a balanced pace of growth. Yes, and you have to make sure that you assess, like Michael mentioned, you assess every part of your business. You have to assess if you have a team. What kind of talent you have? He mentioned that I'm just repeating it just to make sure because sometimes when you repeat things, you remember it. Um, what kind of capacity they have? What kind of infrastructure you have? Who is reporting to who in your company? It's very important. Or again, if it's you, you have to make sure that what are your limitations? If you double your sales, what do you have to have a hire at that time? Or do you have to hire do you have to hire before even you double your sales when you're anticipating double growth? There's an old saying in business that if you're all by yourself, uh, the fact that you have to sleep at night is gonna slow down your business. And you do you really do need to sleep at night. So that's why Alan's saying you then have to plan on who you're going to add to allow that growth to occur. The important point here, I think, is you can grow too fast and hurt yourself. You can grow too slow and miss opportunity. So it's finding that balance. That's what we're really proposing to you. Absolutely. It's about growing at a pace that matches your capability to deliver consistent, great product or service. Because if you don't do that, you will tarnish your brand. Remember that. Our second topic and goes right along with the first one, that in order to grow and achieve that balance, you have to have a clear sense of where you want to go, your vision for your business. And how do we do that, Anna? How do we set a vision? Well, you have to sit down and you have to decide for yourself, what is your North Star 
and you have to put together a plan. Where do you see your company to move in one year, three years, five years, 10 years? Extremely, extremely important. Because your vision should not be just a dream. You have to make sure that it's more concrete, written down for you to start moving towards. Again, we, we understand that maybe sometimes you have to alter your vision because there's a new trends coming in the pipeline. But overall, you started the business to solve a problem. Make sure that that is the over arch of your vision. We're once again almost talking a, a bit about balance, it seems to me, that on the one hand, you you need to be looking out ahead, but it needs to be measurable what you're trying to achieve. If it isn't measurable, it's very hard to tell when, you, when you've when you gotten there or whether you're going making progress getting there. So on the one hand, a vision needs to be reasonable and measurable. On the other hand, it has to be exciting enough to energize your work and those who work with you to try to go after that vision. So it's finding a balance between measurability and, and the excitement of a vision that, that you want to go after. And I want to add, it's like a roadmap also, Michael. And I really yeah. love uh, you focusing and talking about measurability because you have to put together milestones. It's very important. Milestones are very important. Yes. yes. When you achieve and you say, this is our milestone for this, when we achieve this, this is the milestone like let's say in two years, three years, you know, all different milestones you have to put in this roadmap, we'll say it. I want to also say that while it's important to have that vision of where you want to be, let's say by the end of the year or or maybe in three years, you have to be also willing to alter it. As, as Anna said a little bit ago, you're looking for trends and trends may guide you in a different direction. One of the dangers of setting too concrete or too rigid a vision is that you're setting you're eliminating certain opportunities that may come to you down the road because the vision says I'm going I'm going in in the north direction, but if I go east a little bit, there's an opportunity that can really help me grow my business. So we have to be both pushing ourselves to achieve the vision, but also prepared to change it if a better opportunity presents itself and still fits within the general reach of our business. And Michael, I would like to remind our listeners also that they don't have to do this alone. Mm -hmm. Even if they're solopreneurs, they have to reach out to their mentors. They can reach out to their accountants, to the bankers, and put them on the table and start discussing that to make sure that they form this clear vision. And they should talk to their customers. That is the best feedback they can they can get to make sure that they really, really put together a very clear vision, their North Star for their business. And you can also talk to other business owners who are just like yourself, maybe not certainly not competing with you directly, but you can learn an awful lot for people who are going through exactly the same stages of development that your business is going through. Let's touch on that third one. This is well, the one that I think sometimes people forget about. Yes, yes, I, I totally agree. It's like reinvesting in your business. A lot of times business owners, and that's why, in fact, we've seen a lot of businesses fail because what happened is once you have profit, a lot of times the business owners, I mean, not in all cases, but in some cases they will drain the cash out of the business. Very, very dangerous. And that's what we want 
to talk about. This is secret number three for us, but very important. But, but Anna, I've just made $2 that, that I didn't have previously. This month has been better than last month. Can I buy a car with those $2 now? No, you shouldn't. <laughs> you shouldn't because there is a lot of reasons why you should reinvest or even keep some of the cash in the business. And I'll tell you one. In fact, in my personal business journey, it saved me when I had this cash set aside. It saved me to make a very stupid decision just to get another income stream coming my way. It stops you and say, hey, I don't need this. And you assess clearly what is the best thing for the future of the business instead of making very rash decisions and taking another contract because you don't have enough money in the business. And in the Great Recession, uh, I suddenly looked and realized my income had dropped significantly as a consultant. When I put aside six months of rent, if I hadn't done that, I'd have been out on the corner sitting at the curb trying to find people to work with me. But at least I could get through the, the worst of that Great Recession because I could pay my rent. And that allowed me to sit at a phone and keep working to find new clients. So put money aside for the unexpected. Put money aside to cover the basic expenses you know are going to be there if something happens like a recession. Uh, and the unexpected always comes. I can guarantee you yes, it will yes, come. Yes. To have money to cover at least a portion of that unexpected, whatever it might be. The unexpected is always there. But I think sometimes it prevents us from making stupid decisions, I will say that. Right. Just just. When you have this money and say, hey, I don't have to have this contract because sometimes we get contracts in in because we're a service um, company. You know, we get contracts where they they request too much of us mm -hmm. and yeah. we get it just because we don't have enough cash set aside. So don't do it. Yeah, there's, there's two fascinating parts about being a small business owner. One is that moment when we finally have a dollar that we, we have choices how to spend it. And it takes a while to get to that, to pass the break even. And then the next challenge is how we spend that dollar, as you say. Mm -hmm. So we don't want to chase dollars because we're desperate to have one we can make choices about using. Uh, but when we have those choices, we also have to think carefully, where do we put it? And some of it needs to go back into the business so it can grow. So we're right back to set a balanced pace of growth because you have, you're developing the resources to do that. Have a clear vision of where you want to go. Be ready to change it if it's appropriate. And finally, keep reinvesting in your business. Don't just spend it on lifestyle. That's going to get you in trouble. Absolutely. And that is for today. You've been listening to the Small Business Survival Conversation Podcast. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. And don't forget to join us next week for another episode. In the meantime, hook up with us on our Facebook group at Small Business Survival Tools and Tips. Till next time, thank you for listening.